months ago and once for this okay like, I, day ago. I I guess I kind of did the same oh I guess the first time I saw it was about a year ago that's around okay. when it came out right it came out like a year ago yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I saw it I rewatched it last week okay so yeah um, so what were your initial thoughts on it this might be the okay. newest movie we've done too um, yeah, I think it is. I, it's yeah. pro- at, 
I can't think of anything else we did that was from the past only, like, year or two. Yeah, so... Yeah, this I is... think it's okay. <laughs> I don't think... I think people were really, like, like, creaming themselves over this movie, and I don't see it. And I think that's probably not fair, because I didn't see it in theaters. I did watch it, like alone on my macbook pro like i wasn't feeling the like the energy of it okay that's an interesting point because i was gonna because when we landed on this you were kind of oh <laughs> uh and you know it's fine we and we we've disagreed on a lot of movies in the past okay uh but i was like okay but then i rewatched it similar on on my macbook air and mm-hmm. i was like okay i and like I think that it's a... F- I, I felt similar to when I first saw it, but I wasn't, like, as head over heels in love with it as when I first saw it. See, I think... It's not that I don't like it. I, I like parts of it, but I think I think what doesn't help is that when it came out, people were talking about it like it was super innovative, and I don't think it was. I think it's just, like, kind of a fun, kind of creative action movie. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think, I think when I saw it in the theater, so I knew very, very little about it going into Mm -hmm. it, but I think the things that I knew about it was, someone said to me, like, oh, I went to the movies, I saw Baby Driver, and I said, I don't know what that is, and Mm -hmm. they said, oh, it's about a guy that he, he drives cars for bank robberies, and I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. Now, if it was about a baby who learned to drive, then exactly, I'm but, there. I'm I'm there in a second. Well, but they said like, yeah, it's a young kid, and I was like, okay, that's that's kind of interesting. And then I forget which order these two events happened. It was either I saw it and then this conversation happened, or it was this conversation happened. Uh, a friend of mine was dating someone who went to high school with Ansel Elgort. That's okay. his name, right? Am I saying yes. that right? Yeah. Um, I don't, maybe it's like Ansel. Ansel. But it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't know. But, uh, and he was like, oh yeah, I went to, or they were like, uh, yeah, I went to high school with that dude. And I was like, oh, cool. What, what were they like? And they were like, you know, they were kind of like pompous about things and like told a couple funny stories. But the one that stuck out the most that I'll, I'll probably never forget, and uh, I hope this this could help blow this up because, as far as I know, this has never gotten out before. Uh, apparently, he made a calendar of himself when he was in high school and sold it. That's really funny, and I'm shocked. If that's true, I'm shocked it hasn't floated around the internet somewhere. And it, and it he made a calendar of himself, like model photos of himself. I guess so. Yeah, that's that's. And when he was, while he was in high school. Yeah, like a senior in high school. That's, like, a bold move. Yeah. (laughs) So, I... I I mean, like, I guess respect, but also, like, stop. (laughs) And I mean, this this person could have been lying. They could have been (laughs) exaggerating. But I was like, oh, that's hilarious. And I just uh, got my job at a big newspaper that I'm not allowed to say the name of um, in a public forum. Oh. Um, But... Yeah, um, but uh, so I was like, "Oh, can I publish that?" Which I don't 
right for them, but it was fun, playful banter. And he was like, no, don't publish that. And I was like, well, I'm going to talk about it on a podcast that <laughs> maybe a couple people listen to. One out of the five people that are listening right now <laughs> works for some publication. Exactly. It's going to be like TMZ. TMZ is going to call up Ansel Elgin yeah. and be like, uh, these people on this podcast we're talking about. <laughs> then, then I get sued for libel. That's, what a what a tragic end. That would be a way to go down. I know. Then I'd leak it at the newspaper that I work at. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you think you saw Baby Driver before this or after this? Because I, I, I think this would have colored your opinion on this character a little bit. I think I saw it after this. Okay. Uh, and I could be wrong because maybe I was just because the conversation could have been like, oh, I saw Baby Driver and it was really good, and then this person was like, I went to high school with him. But, uh, yeah, but I had that going in, and I was like, but, uh, so I expected to, like, hate this guy, because I was like, oh, uh, like, dickhead made a calendar of himself, (laughs) and, uh, I remember at the time I really liked him, I still liked him second viewing, but I noticed a couple things that were kind of weird. Like, in the character, or in the performance? In the performance. How, what, like, what? Uh... I, th- I feel like the character was well-rounded and figured out and, like, had an interesting enough background. And I think that, like, the music stuff was cool and interesting and he had eclectic taste and things like that. But the thing that I felt was really weird was uh, Ansel Elgort um, was, like, it kind of felt like his voice shouldn't have been his voice. And it sounded interesting. It sounded to me like he was trying to make his voice sound deeper, and like also <laughs> kind of trying to do an accent, but not all the time. An accent? Yeah, I got kind of like a hint of like a southern accent in there. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I I see now that you point that. I mean, there's there's something a little off about this person, I guess. Yeah. And, He's also someone who's so quiet that when he does talk, it's like, eww. <laughs> right. And, you well, know? and I think that's part of it where, like, I, I don't think he could have had... I feel like I look at him and I kind of want his voice not to be, like, high-pitched, but, like, maybe just a little bit higher. Just, like, like auto-tune it up a little bit. Yeah, but it sounded like he was someone that was kind of, like, going out of his way to be, like... Well, you know, dog. Well, you know, baby. You know, actually, that that kind of ties to part of why I don't. It's hard to explain why I don't love this movie because there aren't a lot of there isn't a lot of like hard evidence I can point to. Like, not that much where I could say I didn't like this. It was just something about the whole thing I didn't love. And I think one of those things was that this movie is so serious. It's, like, so serious. It takes itself very seriously, I think. Like, there are parts that are funny when it tries to be funny yeah. once in a while, but I feel like... It's, By the end of the movie, it's... It's, a, it's like a big, silly action comedy, and then... But, like, the tone is a little off. Like, the tone's a little wrong. I feel yeah, like it's, I it's a little too... Uh, everyone's monologuing. Like, every character yeah. is... Uh, saying this, like, fake deep shit. And, like, fine, but I don't know. I, I feel like there was some... 
there was something off, and it's yeah. hard to pinpoint where, what exactly it was. I get that. Uh, to me, this felt a lot like a Tarantino movie. Yeah, yeah. So, that's... and I, th- I think that's part of the reason why I liked it, because I never, I never felt like this, I never felt like any of these people were real people. No. And, you know, I, the whole time I was fully aware that I was watching a movie, but I thought it was, like, a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, even when it gets super serious and dark, excuse me, it's still kind of fun. If that makes sense. It's, it, I do. It get a lot of, like, Tarantino vibe. I mean, Edgar Wright, who directed this, has... He, he directed Scott Pilgrim, which right. I think is really good. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about that movie, but, like, I personally really I, appreciate it. I love Scott Pilgrim, so... I, I like it. Like, I think it's fun. I think it's so goofy and so fast-paced. And this... I'm not saying this should have been, like, Scott Pilgrim, because it should not have been, like, Scott Pilgrim. Right. Scott Pilgrim takes place in its own universe. But, like, I think he... I think it's just a good example of this director doing this, like, fast-paced, like, high-energy, silly action comedy, like, and really leaning into it. And this kind of doesn't lean any direction. It's, sort, it's like, kind of funny, but not that funny. And it's yeah. dramatic, but not dramatic enough to take it. I don't know. It's yeah. sort of muddled in the middle. It, it, to some extent, it, like... It kind of felt like masturbation. <laughs> like, it's fun, but it's pointless. Please elaborate. It's fun, but it's pointless. <laughs> like, you know, he didn't get anything... You know, it, this wasn't like... One of the things I read about this movie was... Someone called it groundbreaking and called it a postmodern musical. Which I think is interesting, but I don't agree with it. Because I do... I have heard that a lot. I, Sorry, what were you saying? Well, I, I think to some extent... To some... In some parts, it felt like a long-form music video for these songs that are have been around forever, and you know, and a lot of those scenes are really fun, and the story surrounding it isn't terrible, but mm-hmm. like it, 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 I think that if I had gone ten years and I hadn't seen this movie, I wouldn't really care. I. I think I would have... What were you saying? uh, I think, like, I would have came back and watched this and been like, oh, that was cool. Where, like, seeing something like... The first time I saw Pulp Fiction, I was like, why did I wait so long to see this? I think this is kind of... And this is going to sound harsh, but I think it's kind of, like, the, the... the B squad version of like Tarantino where it's, it kind of takes Tarantino elements and, and themes, but isn't quite as fun or interesting for me personally. I also, I don't get the, um, this is a modern day musical. I, I disagree. (laughs) Well, well, postmodern in sort of postmodern. I understood what the person was trying to say, uh, because, but it, it, if anything, it felt like a jukebox musical to some extent, but like... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think the main 
the main part of this is that the action sequences are synced up to right. the beat of the music, which is kind of cool. But does that make it like I mean, other than like the fact that he remixes parts of his life into tape recordings sometimes, which by the way, like he works for criminal. Didn't he think that there was a yeah. possibility they would find out he's been recording their meetings? Like, didn't this occur to him? A minor, minor issue. Yeah, I mean, well, it seems like... Ooh. I, uh, I'll get into that in a sec. Um, I'll defend him for that in a minute. But, uh... Okay. No, I think that, like, a lot of it w- probably was... So... I don't know, because I guess to some extent, excuse me, it's not just the music, like, syncing up, it's, like, some of it does provide narrative, there's all, like, the baby and Deborah stuff, but even that, it, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like a musical, like, like, Almost Famous isn't a musical, and, like, no. you know, or, like, you know, Tarantino movies aren't musicals. No, a, a music can be prominently featured in the plot of a movie without it being a musical, yeah. necessarily. Which um, I, think... I guess I get, like, the sense of what this person is saying, yeah. but I think it's kind of a stretch. I think, uh, yeah, I think that that might have been a product of the excitement that came out around this movie. Just because yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people really did just enjoy, like, the syncing of music to the action sequences. Which I, you know, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Like, thinking, like, I think the um, the scene that's, like, in the last act, like, not quite at the end, where um, the scene right before the John Hamm's girlfriend dies. like right, where, where they're, he's, like, they're running and, like... I think that was, like, that when the gunshots were singing to the beat, I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm into this. But I, it, at the same time, it felt kind of gimmicky, I yeah. guess. Like, I don't think it was as... I don't think it's the, groundbreaking or super innovative. It was just like, oh, that's neat. The one I thought I was the most fun was when... Was it the first one? I don't think it was the first one. I think it was uh, during the Austin Powers heist, where, like, he's taken Jamie Foxx and the guys in the uh, Michael Myers, Austin Powers max, uh, masks. Yeah. And I think he's, like, they're, like, okay, let's go. And he's, like, wait, I gotta start the song over. And then That's, he, like, kind of pissed me off. I would oh, I thought that was funny. I was, I, oh, no, I, I get it. It was, like, funny, but, like, if I were one of the people in the car, I'd be, like, I fucking hate this kid. I don't care if he's a fast driver. See, but, like, I, I would get that because, like, I, uh, like, I'm always the person, like, at a party. I'm, like, okay, we have to start shotgunning our beers at this moment in the song. Oh, you're that and, and then, like, when someone misses, I'm like, ah, oh, you missed it. Let's do another one. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so like, I think that's, that's, like, an element that I enjoyed, but, like, like you said, it didn't really serve a purpose. Well, I mean, it does, it I does think it does connect to with, I think it does connect with a lot of people. Like, I do, we all do this, I think. I do this, where if you're listening to music on headphones, you kind of walk to the beat. Yeah. And it's kind of satisfying when, like, stuff happens as the bass drops or whatever. Like, the it's it's a good feeling, like, to be in rhythm with whatever you're listening to. 
so when, you know, scenes when that happened, I was kind of like, yeah, 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 I can relate. <laughs> but I didn't, I wasn't, you know, blown away by it yeah. or anything. Um, what did you think of the songs that he made himself that he liked? Oh, like the original track? Yeah. On the um, was he slow? Was kind of a jam, but also but, kind of annoying. Yeah, you're not going to go back and listen to it. Um, um, uh, I liked the cover of Easy. I think it was, like, Easy, like, Sunday morning. Like, the, the end, when it's the mom. Oh, I don't know if I remember. That might have oh, been a moment I spaced out. Where they, they like, Easy Like Sunday Morning is a song that they go back to because his mom sang it. Right, and at the right. end of the movie, you hear a recording of his mom singing it. Okay. And I, but I think it, Sky Ferrero? Ferreria? I think I don't know. so, yeah. I like that cover. Like, I think it's nice. Okay. It's that pretty. But um, what else was there? Uh, the soundtrack itself... The soundtrack itself was prominent, but I will also kind of say it was a little too hipster nerdy. Yeah. Where, where it had a lot of cool songs, but and I think it was a good choice for the sake of the movie that they went with more obscure songs. It wasn't all necessarily like, you know, there wasn't like yeah. a, a Kiss song. Uh, I did, I did like that it, they, the songs kind of stuck with a similar, uh, feeling, feeling and time period yeah. that like this movie is supposed to take place in the present day, but, um, but it might as well be taking place in the sixties. Cause it's like a very, yeah. um, it's like a very sixties feel, yeah, which is hard to explain, but I think just in terms of the, the plot and the well, music and the, the feeling of it, it, it doesn't feel like 2017. Yeah, it feels a little bit more... I guess that gives it a little bit more of a timeless feeling, too. Because mm -hmm. um, even, like... Because even with the iPods and stuff, like, it doesn't necessarily fit in, like, with today, either, because they don't make those iPods anymore. And that, that was the thing that really made me uh, sad with the... Uh, with but watching this. of all people to hold on to their click wheel iPod in 2018, it's this guy, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and he, and he has like six of them. Yeah, uh, oh right, he has like six iPods. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought that was funny too, the first time watching it, because um, I, I don't have my iPod classic anymore, but I know, it's so sad. But uh, I remember I, like, did the research on about how many songs an iPod Classic can hold. Mm. And it's something like 40,000 songs. Yeah. And I was like, well, what happens if I hit 40,000 songs? I don't want to delete songs. I'm going to have to get a second iPod to start <laughs> putting more stuff on. So I, I, I felt that. And I was like, that's cool. That makes sense. Um, I missed my classic too. They were they were good. They were fun. Although yeah. it arguably is better to have streaming services. Um, that yes, but if I think I think if it if I didn't have to give it up because it just officially stopped working, I would still have it. Yeah. Like if it worked, I would still be using it. Yeah, I 
I would have that, and I would make sure I had, like, a CD drive for my laptop. Mm -hmm. And I'd still buy CDs. Uh, but, yeah. Um, did he put his own songs on his iPods? I don't know. I don't think it's did ever he? addressed, is it? I don't think it's addressed. Yeah, he just makes his tapes. Um, yeah. I want to defend him for recording things with criminals. Okay. Um, I think that... I think that he's just cocky. <laughs> Are you defending him? Or roasting I mean, him? I, I don't think that it's... I want to explain why I think that he does it. Okay. And I think it's just he's, like, cocky. He's never, like gotten around the only person that ever uh caught him stealing cars was uh kevin spacey right um and the only and like you know he's never gotten caught and like he's and like he's never had a reason to like go to his house and like take all his tapes or anything until that moment and like now like like I think that he just kind of thought, oh, I'm never going to get caught. And then he met uh, the waitress, who I think is played by Sky Ferreira. No. Is she? No. No. It Lily does... James. Okay. So it's Sky different, Fer right? I think so. Sky yeah, Ferreira that's... plays the mom, right? Like uh... Plays the mom. I, I think she just sings the song that is supposed to be the mom. But, like, yeah, she more or less, I guess so. I'm going to look it up. But, like, <laughs> I, I think the real argument is just don't meet anyone and don't fall in love. Oh, that, um... Because if, if he had never met her, he uh, probably wouldn't have screwed up and let them find out about his recording everything. And then, I guess so. Yeah. I, that's, that's another thing. I didn't really care about this romance and it, it really made, like I don't yeah. want to see this movie is boring I think that's a strong word but it's slow the the romance doesn't really serve it, it serves a purpose for the sake of the movie but it doesn't it's like really not built on anything no it's that, that's the thing is, this movie's kind of shallow. Like, I think there, are, is, there aren't a lot of, like, deep character motivations. Like, not really. Everyone's yeah. just kind of fucking around. <laughs> like, and yeah. He, he, and it is, you know, it's, it's one of those, like, movie things where it's a waitress at a diner, and she's cute, and he heard her singing a song with his name in it, and they fall in love, and they only talk for, like, three seconds, and they meet the second time, and she doesn't know his name yet. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, like, not very... I, it's not very interesting. I don't, I don't think it did anything yeah. for me. I also think that uh, it's kind of bullshit that he was like, <laughs> oh, my name is Baby. Like... I, th I think that, that should have been girl. That's a red flag. <laughs> like I think if I met someone and they were like, "What's your name?" and I'm like, "My friends call me Baby," they'd be like, "That's fucking weird." That's like a good way to. That's a good uh, way to get out. people away from you. Yeah, like, like even if all his friends call him Baby, like it, I don't know, it's weird. It's like a very it's 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 kind of douchey. He's kind of douchey. This character's a little douchey. Yeah, and he's like, I don't talk much. 
I don't talk much. Um, even, oh my God, the end, I rolled my eyes so hard when he said, when they were stopped by the police and he's about to turn himself in and he says, you don't belong in this world. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) enough. (laughs) I know you dragged her into this. It's interesting too, because like he doesn't either, really. No, he doesn't. So I don't know. Like, and I agree with what you said, where like no one, no one really has any deep motivations for anything. Uh, but I also don't think any of them really need a whole lot. I guess not. Because, like, like with Pulp Fiction, I don't necessarily need to know a whole lot about John Travolta besides the fact that he that he does heroin and he wants to sleep with Mia Wallace no but well I think Pulp Fiction in tone is is similar it's a better movie but in tone it's similar to Baby Driver but at the same time I think they're very different in that this movie is like way more I think this movie is way more about the love story than anything else. I would argue that's, like, the main plot. Okay, yeah. Because that, like, drives everything uh, to where it goes. Like, nothing... If he didn't, like, hook up with this girl, this would probably go nowhere. Yeah, that makes Um, sense. So it's... I think they tried to make it more, you know, like, romantic and emotional, and it's just kind of fluffy. Yeah. (laughs) I... And this, I don't know if this is, like, I've heard this criticism. I don't know how much I agree with it, but I definitely see it. I don't love the way the female characters are written in this movie. Uh, They're all, well, when I say they're all, it's two, right? There's really only two. Two and a half if you count the mom, who, which... Which is another, I think, a problem in action movies that I thought we kind of got past was the girl is always the one who's like, I love you, but, like, I got shit to do and you don't belong in this world, baby. It's like, or alternatively, she gets killed and that fuels someone's man angst, which literally both of those things happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, one of those things happens twice if you count the mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. No, yeah. They, where where all the characters kind of fall flat, both the female characters are kind of especially flat. Yeah, the, I mean, all of the characters are kind of paper thin. Yeah. Even, even Baby, like, isn't that interesting. I, think, I mean, he's the most developed of all of them, uh, but. I, I think John Hamm was maybe the most interesting. Really? Um. Because rewatching that whole scene where they're in the diner and Jamie Foxx is like, oh, you were on Wall Street, but then you're getting too caught up in coke and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think that all that was true. So I started coming up with a backstory for him, and I'm like, I think all that's <laughs> true, but now he's also too involved in this world, and he loves this world, too. Well, yeah, that no, that's true. I mean, I think uh, Jamie Foxx's speech to the couple where he like grills them about why they're there I think I think that did offer some insight but like that's really all we get except for um a couple of throwaway lines like we don't really learn a lot about them right well he also talks about like killing the people for like 
looking at what's the woman's name? Darling. 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 Or Monica. Monica. Yeah. What's the actress's name? Shit. Um, I, I forgot. I, <laughs> I feel like she's someone that I should know. Um, but yeah. So like, they were so like. Elsa Gonzalez. I've no, never heard of her. I haven't either. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, that's someone I know. Nope. Uh, Not. But like, I I thought that he was the most interesting. She didn't really get a whole lot. Uh, the waitress doesn't. Baby does get a bunch, but like, I don't know. Even a but lot. But at of the it... same time, like, I think his backstory isn't that different from a lot of like action hero backstories where like someone dies and that's what fuels is like disdain for the world like, not disdain but like removal yeah and I, yeah whether it's a mom or a girlfriend or a daughter i i think what was more interesting about that i guess was the fact that he had the tinnitus which was like, yeah. a constant reminder of all that that I thought was clever. I think it was a good way to, like, tie in the music. Yeah, and, like, it was... And it was cool listening to it, because in moments where there wasn't music, you could almost always hear, like, the ringing. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. And I, you know, I've done that where, like, I've gone to loud metal shows, and then the next... I try to go to bed, and I'm like, I can't, I've got all this ringing, and then I just put on music, so I get that. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, I I felt like I don't know. I like I liked John Hamm's character. Maybe I liked his performance the best. I think I John know. Hamm is just so likable that yeah. it's hard to. I mean, his character isn't a good person, but like it's he's kind of charming in his John Hamm way. Well, even when he's like, "Oh, you took away something I love, so now I'm gonna take away something you love," and he points the gun at her, but then he shoots it next to his ears. I'm like, "Oh, that's so great." I thought, I actually really liked that. Yeah. Like, I thought that, I mean, I think that was a really heartbreaking good end to that, and unexpected yeah. um, end to that scene. Yeah. I thought that was, oh. I, I thought that was very cool. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, so, And yeah. I liked that, like, it was sad, like, bittersweet when he was, he's finally driving with his, his lady... And she plays music. music, he can't hear it, but he can feel the vibrations, yeah. and it's like, that's nice. Yeah. Um, sad, but nice. Like, there are things about this that I really liked, don't yeah. get me wrong, but, uh, <laughs> but there was just <laughs> something. It, it's, nothing, it's nothing special, that's the thing, at the end of the day. I guess not. And back to it being um, kind of old-fashioned, in, just in tone... Like, just very 60s-ish, 70s yeah. action movie vibe. Um, there, I think that worked in its favor and against it. Because sometimes it made it feel like, oh, this is kind of timeless and kind of fun and a callback to, like, old stuff. But then it also felt like, oh, this is a recycling of a lot of stuff we've seen before. Yeah. And so, however you see it, <laughs> it kind of goes both ways. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the, uh, like I said, I think a lot of the things people liked was the music syncing up with the the car chases and things like that. Yeah. And you don't see that a whole lot in movies, not really. I guess not. No. Uh, like you'll you'll hear a cool song, but like you're just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, cool car chase song. Um, 
but yeah, that was the only thing that felt. That's the only thing that really kind of made the movie stand out and feel special. In yeah, any sort of way. And I, I did like that, but I don't think it was enough to make this movie interesting on its own. Right. Like yeah. I think it had a lot of parts that worked, and but like none of them really gelled together for me. Like not well enough for me to be super impressed. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just a couple like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of the feeling I got going back and watching this now, uh, it felt a little bit like a Marvel movie uh, in the sense that, so I know you don't watch Marvel I'm familiar. Movies, but, um, <laughs> I'm aware. But, I so, and I, I feel like I might have said this during Guardians, but like, if I go to see a Marvel movie in the theater, or I watch it for the first time at home or whatever, I I generally enjoy it, and I have a lot of fun. Um, mm. But then, like, if it's on TV, like, a month later, and I'm flipping channels and I see it, I might put it on, and I might still enjoy it, but I enjoy it a lot less the second I think time. environment makes a huge difference when seeing movies, and I noticed this especially... When I saw Thoroughbreds, I saw it twice. Um, I don't know if you've seen Thoroughbreds. It's a dark comedy. I saw it twice. The first time, both in theaters. The first time it was in uh, with my friend and it was a packed theater full of 20-somethings who were laughing hysterically the whole time. Uh, the second time I saw it with my dad and a lot of old people, no one laughed. And at the end of the movie, they were all like, that was good, but it was really sad. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> it's a comedy. Like, it's just the, to- the tone of the room is off. Re- so we're like, something's not happening. <laughs> like, something's not picking up. So I, I remember you wrote about Thoroughbreds. And yeah. I remember I remember reading your review and wanting to watch it, and then I did it. But it's very good. I love it. It's, uh-huh. it's very funny. Like, is I think it on- it's- Netflix? It's probably not anywhere because it's very new. It only came out like six months ago. Or uh, a year ago, maybe. I'll see if I could... F- I'll try to find it at some point later. Highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, no, I get that. I was listening to... Are, do you still only listen to your... Uh, <laughs> My third bit? Um, <laughs> yes, but continue. <laughs> what were you saying? Do you, do you know the podcast, The Rewatchables? I know of it, but I've, I've been recommended that I listen to it, but I've never... Um, it's fun. It's very similar to what we do. Uh, oh. uh, wow. Another person we gotta fight in the parking I lot. Know. <laughs> Fuck that. Go beat the shit out of Bill Simmons. Um, um, I'll forward this to him. He'll never hear it, but... Um, but uh, they did an episode about Get Out, and okay. uh, they were talking about the first time they saw it, and, you know, it's all media people, so they were like, oh, yeah, I got invited to a lot of, like, media screenings of this, and I got sent the screener, uh, but I didn't watch it then because I wanted to go see this in, like, with a certain audience, and they were Mark. like, so, like, and they said, like, they went, and it, they, or they would, like, go to the two screenings and compare, which, like, I haven't really had that experience. I think I've only ever, uh... I think I've only ever seen one movie in theaters twice. But in your life? 
Actually, so. I, that's not that crazy. I don't like spending money in theaters. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, but it's just me. I, I think, yeah. And I did have two very different experiences, but... Um, what was it? It was The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. Um, have I ever told my Dark Knight Rises story? I don't think so. The first time I ever saw it, I went to the movie theater, and granted, so the, the background, Dark Knight Rises was the Batman movie with the shooting in Colorado. Yeah. Um, so, go, so going in, I already had that. I'm afraid of movie theaters ever since that's happened. I yeah. Like, I don't like going to movie theaters, which I think I have mentioned, uh, because I'm scared. <laughs> that's um, valid. But, um... So, like, I, like, so I went, I already had that in my head, and then in the scene where the football field is exploding, the lights go out in the theater, the screen goes black, and, like, the safety lights come on, and everyone was like, what's going on? And then, like, a couple of us started heading towards the door, and you could hear someone in the lobby yelling, Sit down and be quiet. Holy shit. Yeah. And eventually, like, a, a staff member came in and was like, oh, sorry, guys, uh, we're going to restart your movie in a second. And it was the manager yelling at people to sit down and be quiet. And I'm like, Why? Why? What happened? I don't was know. it just a technical difficulty? What? I, of all movies, why would you think that's well, okay? Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't specifically in our theater. We heard it outside the door in a different theater. Oh, but oh, okay. but it was like, but, but like still, the like... theater had like a power outage, and like it was still a recent event. Um, and then the next time I went to see it, I saw it uh, with my friend and this new girl he had started dating, and it was like their third date, so they just made out next to me the whole time. That's so the, always fun. <laughs> those were two very different experiences <laughs> for the same movie. Um, Actually, even um, I saw a Quiet Place. Uh, in theaters, and I don't, I thought, you know, after watching it, because a lot of people have been talking about it, I thought, like, maybe I'll write about this. I don't think I should, because the people a few rows behind me wouldn't shut the fuck up the whole time. <laughs> I, I feel gonna... like I didn't see a <coughs> I feel like I read, like, I saw it, I got the, I followed the plot, I got what was happening, right, but, but was... I was not in it. I feel like I read the Wikipedia plot for it. I, I don't have an opinion on it, because it's like I wasn't there. I spent the whole movie giving them death glares. <laughs> like, That's like kind of how I want to see A Quiet Place. Because I, <laughs> I saw A Quiet Place. Well, I, I had my problems with A Quiet Place a little bit. I don't, I don't know. It was, maybe it was great. Maybe it was awful. I, I don't know. It was I kind of fun. Uh, see, see, I went to A Quiet Place because like, I like horror movies, but I need to be in the mood for horror movies. Oh, okay. But my girlfriend loves horror movies. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, we'll go to a quiet place. I'll, like, psych myself up and, like, you know, we'll have fun. I'll show her that, like, I like horror movies. Because she's always like, oh, you're going to be a baby and you never want to watch <laughs> horror movies with me. And then, like, it wasn't really – it was kind of a horror movie. It wasn't really a horror movie, though. I I don't know. Maybe I just, because everyone I talked to was like – everybody I talked to who saw it, who didn't see it with me, was like – yeah, it's, like, really the thing with A Quiet Place is, like, the mood in the room. Like, when someone coughed, I had a heart attack. And it was, like, I didn't, 
I didn't, get I didn't that have vibe. that. I don't know what you're talking about. And I think if I tried to recreate that vibe for myself, it wouldn't work. Well, because now you have that experience. It's so like... I think I paid $15 to read the Wikipedia synopsis of A Quiet Place. That's how I feel. Uh, when I was in high school, they took my entire class... They took the entire senior class because there were a handful of English classes that were teaching it to see uh, the first Hunger Games movies. I thought you were going to say A Quiet Place. No, <laughs> <What? no. laughs> They had a time machine, but they took us to see the Hunger Games. And in the scene where the 13-year-old... Do you care? Uh, do you? Really, I don't know how you feel about the Hunger. I'm gonna spoil the Hunger Games. I've seen it. I, okay, it, cool. I like it fine. The scene where uh, Rue dies. I guess something. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the scene where something kind, some like the second before that, something kind of funny happens, and like ten people in the class started like giggling, mm-hmm. and then like it cuts over to like Rue dying, and like you hear people like gasping, who obviously hadn't read the books, and. Some kid in my class yells, yeah, it's not so funny now, huh? <laughs> and, like, in retrospect, that's hilarious. But at the time, like, I was angsty and mad. <laughs> like, I hate when people talk during movies, but sometimes, sometimes it's... Like, even even like A that. Quiet Place, the people who wouldn't shut the fuck up, once in a while they would say something funny. And I think the only time I thought this was funny was when Emily Blunt's about to give birth in a bathtub. And I hear someone behind me go, is she going to go down the drain? I was like, <laughs> terrified. I was like, I was like fine, I won't uh, call security to kick you out of here. That was funny. Oh, man. See, but those, that, those are the fun moments. But then there's always... I think it depends on your mood too going into it because like I would have loved that for a quiet place mm-hmm. but like it, cause, like it was fine but like but like at the time that like the thing with the Hunger Games happened I was like oh I hate everyone I go to school with and I just want to sit and watch this movie in silence and then I hear not so funny now huh the Hunger Games does have some funny I think when I saw uh, Josh Hutcherson disguised as a rock I like Ride a little. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest. It's thing really weird. <laughs> you don't even see his face. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up that scene again. Like it's so serious, but then you see Josh Hutcherson disguised as a rock, and he's like, "I, I don't know. I don't know why I find that." So I funny. do think that that was a funny scene. I can't yeah, the, well, the in an otherwise very dark, serious movie. Well, I mean, well, uh, every like teen YA like movie series has to have like its funny little moments. Yeah. Like Twilight had its funny moments. Twilight was really funny. I'll give Twilight credit where it's due. It... I don't know if I've ever seen a Twilight movie in full. I think I've just seen pieces of them and pieced together what happens I in mean, that. I mean, they're all really terrible, but like. I, I, uh, I'll give it, there's some genuine laugh out loud moments. There was a moment, I used to really like Twilight. Uh, no shit. That's okay, this is a safe space. <laughs> uh, but, like, there's a scene where, like, uh, like, Taylor Lautner, like, the girl, uh, Kristen Stewart is cold, so he, like, looks over at, uh, Robert Pattinson, and he's like, oh, you're cold, and he, she's like, he's like, oh, she needs to be kept warm, she needs to cuddle up with me, and let's face it, I'm hotter than you. 
Like, Does he literally say that? He literally says, that's let's very face it, funny. I'm hotter than you. Which, like, that was the whole debate for months leading up to that movie. And then there's the moment she screams, you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster, which also a great line. That's, that's great. These that's, maybe I should on, watch these. Don't. Uh, watch those <laughs> scenes, but don't so watch the whole thing. Or, I feel like I should. I feel like I should be part of the conversation that that ended ten years ago. I was gonna say that conversation isn't ongoing. Get get like borderline blackout drunk and then watch them. I feel like that will be a really miserable experience, but I'll grow from it. Like I think I'll be a better person coming out of it. Well, I think so. the Twilight movies blackout drunk by myself. Yeah. I think that's a character building experience. The, fir- for me. the first one is really painfully like serious but then they get funny and what's her name's in them who's the girl from uh what's the movie pitch perfect anna kendrick anna kendrick's in them and she's great i mean i love her yeah i don't know why i love her i just do she's like one of those actresses that like people want to be best friends with yeah i want to be her friend yeah so yeah how did we get here um, oh, we were talking about seeing Baby Driver in the theaters. Right, which I didn't do, which is maybe why I wasn't as into this as I could have been. Like, maybe, I feel like in a world where I saw this in theaters, I would have liked it more. But it's, like, too late now, because I already saw it twice on, on a computer. Yeah, and I think, well, I think that it's a movie that has diminishing returns. Yeah. Like, you... Like, even if you saw it in the theater once, like, watching it again, you might be like, this This wasn't as good as I remembered it. I, th- I don't, I think what people liked about it is it was very high energy and fun. Yeah. I, I just, like, didn't have a lot of fun. And yeah. that might have, and I don't know, it was probably because of a combination of me just, like, not caring for it in general and the vibe. <laughs> yeah. I, th- environment. I think that uh, I kind of think that like this movie is the sort of movie that like now if I'm like hanging out with people and they say do you want to watch a movie let's watch Baby Driver I won't argue it but I think I would <laughs> I think I've had enough I saw it twice, <laughs> I saw it twice and I, it got slower the second time <laughs> okay. that's fair I, I feel like for me I would just be like okay yeah I know I could sit through this and like not hate my life mm-hmm. um but yeah, because uh, I'm annoying when I pick out movies. When I think when I recommend we watch a movie and I'm with a group of people, uh, I spend the entire movie scared they won't like it and therefore not like me <laughs> for recommending it. It, it. There's nothing worse than people judging your taste. Yeah, I care, dear. I think when I, I showed a group of my friends all of them were blazed out of their mind um heathers which none of them had seen but it's a movie that i love and they spent the whole movie being like what the fuck is this and i was so scared they would hate me afterwards and then at the end they were like that was good (laughs) (laughs) the the sigh of relief i was like thank god (laughs) i took a risk by showing my friends heathers (laughs) um i've actually never seen heathers oh it's a journey (laughs) it's Um. great but yeah, um, I I don't know if I've had that with movies. I have that with songs a lot, but I've also accepted that 
just my music taste is more advanced than everyone else's. So. Oh man! But oh no! That's what I have to tell myself to <laughs> to accept myself. Just talking to yourself in the mirror in the middle of the night. I go. It doesn't matter that you're the only one that likes the mountain goats. Everyone else is stupid. The mountain goats are amazing. You just don't get it. Exactly. That's what I have to tell myself. And then, like, people are, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like the new Charlie Puth album. And they're like, oh, I love, uh, God, what's the song? Fuck. Charlie Puth? Yeah. He has, like, one big song. And everyone's like, I like that song. And I'm like, yeah, but have you heard Boy? And they're like, oh, no, but I'll listen to it. And I'm like, no, you don't have to get it. I like Charlie Puth because I like the bass line in Attention. Attention. (laughs) That's the song I'm thinking of. Which, great bass, great bass line. It's that bass line. That's so Because whenever I tell people I love that song, they're like, why? And I'm like, listen to the bass line. <laughs> no, that, the that, that whole part. album is really good. And, like, fuck anyone that says otherwise. The whole album's <laughs> so good. I stand Charlie Puth. Um, this is officially a Charlie Puth band podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I would do that. <laughs> Break that. I wouldn't listen to the first album. I only know three songs by Charlie Puth, <laughs> but I like them a lot. Listen, listen to Boy. That, okay. That's my big recommendation. Boys. Okay. That's what I'll do. It's like three to four minutes that you won't regret. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, one of the things I feel like we have to talk about, because it's there, and we kind of... I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Uh, is uh, Kevin Spacey? Um, this was this was I think his last movie. <laughs> yeah, I like how you say that. Like he died shortly after filming. I think, um, well, so here's the thing. I this is gonna be controversial. I think he's gonna make more movies. That's not a. That's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think uh, he's gonna continue making movies, but yeah. um, maybe less so than he would have otherwise, but still. Um, if we're just purely talking about his performance... It, it was a Kevin Spacey Kevin, performance. I think it was also, like, his character... This And this isn't... I'm not saying we should, like, be nice to Kevin Spacey, but I don't think this was his fault, the character. I didn't like this character because I think this character was supposed to be, like, evil and scary, but I just found him irritating. Like, I didn't... I wasn't intimidated by him. He just felt like a nuisance. I never thought he was... Like, I I know what you mean, but, yeah, I guess I didn't necessarily have... Yeah... And then I don't think that has anything to do with Kevin Spacey's performance. I think it's just the writing. Like, I think this character was just kind of obnoxious. Yeah, I... I know that... I don't know if he... I I was left wondering, is he supposed to be an unlikable character, or is he supposed to be a sort of sympathetic character? That, like... I don't think he's supposed to be sympathetic. If he is, I think... With that last scene where he's like, get out of here. I think that, I don't know. Or is that, I, I don't know. I I think that was, I think sometimes this this movie is guilty of this, where they'll be like, uh, let's have this character do something that's out of character to remind you that they are dynamic. But the, I, I don't think that makes them an interesting character. The, the only character I found tr- 
truly like unlikable was Jamie Foxx. Well, Jamie Foxx, I, I think Jamie Foxx does that very well. Yeah, and I think that was the point. Um, and it was very satisfying to see him get impaled to the beat yeah. of the music. Like that was cool. Yes. Um, but yeah, that he's like a despicable person. Um, that being said, I the whole time watching. Uh, Kevin Spacey's character, you know, this was. I know it sounds funny, but I feel just like I can't stand the pain. And I'm leaving you tomorrow. Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can. You see, I beg, stole, and I borrowed. Why I'm busy.